Hi, and welcome to The Year Time Stopped, a series based on our historic photo book. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes from chapters featured in the book, and you'll get to hear more from the photographers that took the photos and get to know them better, their background, their context, their stories. Chapter 11, Distancing Together. The year 2020 proved that even though we had to be separate, nothing can stop people from coming together in solidarity. Thousands banded together, remaining socially distant, wearing masks, and taking precautions while simultaneously fighting for their lives. Every event was now a risk to one's health in the face of this global pandemic, but it was a risk worth taking. It became obvious that we could not continue to live with the injustices that were killing many of us in ways worse than a disease could. This was a fight against a disease of humankind, one that we had to actively work against. Hey folks, thanks for tuning in. Now let's jump into the interviews from the photographers featured in this chapter. My name is Sarah, and I'm a Lebanese photographer based in Brooklyn. It was the first weekend of protests in New York City after the murder of George Floyd. Tensions were high, and police officers were using excessive force against protesters. That day, my friends had been providing first aid help to people and were treating those who had been pepper sprayed by the police. Unfortunately, the police deliberately targeted them for their work as medics, and they were beaten, shoved, and eventually arrested during the protests that unfolded over the weekend. This photo is of one of the protesters receiving first aid help by getting milk poured onto his face, commonly considered to be a street remedy for the pepper spray used by the police. Hey, uh, I'm Sarah, I'm a hacker, a technologist, and an activist uh, based in Brooklyn. Who is the person telling the story? Like, it's yeah. not... We're not being seen by like a Westerner lens, like someone, you know, from the US, from Europe, basically documenting things that they're not necessarily like affected by or concerned by. In this case, the people documenting, the people taking photos are the people and talking, also and who are affected yeah, and, by it. And saying their story. Telling their stories through their own, through their own lens, through their own camera. Yeah. Um, and that's very powerful. Mm. I think a big difference also actually is, um, because of technology, it really changed who the person behind the lens is. Like, I think for a lot of protests around the world or a lot of like movements that happen around the world, you talk about the Vietnam War, for example, it was a lot of like American and Western and European journalists, photojournalists documenting a lot of this work. And there was less, I think, representation by the people who were protesting that were telling their own stories and being able to document their own stories uh, through the use of like cameras and phones and whatnot, which today we're able to. So I think. That's like one of the interesting shifts that's happened. Like, and just like for us, like we were both yeah, protesting yeah. and taking photos here in the US and also in Lebanon. We were part of what was going on and we were participating in different ways. And I think the, just like the perspective, having the perspective of the people who are also protesting, the people who are also affected, for them to be the people behind the lens also and telling these stories, I think that's something that technology has really, has really shifted for us. Yep. Yeah. 
Hey folks, I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you're interested in learning more about the photographer, you can check out more of their images and stories on our website, scop.io, and buy our book on any major online retailer or your local bookstore. Tune in to our next episode. And don't forget to subscribe. See ya!